0: I lift up every pregnancy around the world, that it be a success, no complications, no sudden tragedies. You will form the way you are supposed to form, no disformities, nothing missing, lacking, or broken inside the womb. That you also carry full-term And as you give birth, you will also be out of harm's way. To every child, every infant, every baby, I lift it back up to you, God. That every single one of us are your child. We are your children. Uniquely and wonderfully made we are That we never cut off May they never cut off Hearing your voice Continue on a relationship with you As they leave out the womb They will not disconnect themselves They will not listen to another voice the homes where the children reside. You will function properly. Your priorities will be in order. It will not be dysfunction. You will not mistreat your children. You will not desert your children. You will not give up your children. You will not abort your children. You will love your children. You will teach them in the way they should go. You will not like one more than the other. Siblings would not grow up Disliking each other Jealous of one another You are a new generation Much more than mine And I speak life into your body I speak life into your spirit I speak life into your mind I speak life over you I present you to God Hallelujah, I lift up the parents that you do not want to get rid of your children, that you do want to be bothered, you do want to consider, you do want to spend time, you do want to engage, you do want to communicate, you do want to play with your children. You're not going to just bust them. And tell them what to do. How to do. Without explaining. You will not put your children before the Lord. And your children. They will not be put before the Lord. You will have. A loving home. Environment. You will have an environment of care and decency And it shall remain in order You will not starve your kids You will not put yourself before your kids In your needs, in your wants You will not force your kids to do anything that God didn't want them to do You will not speak against the voice of God concerning your kids You will be used to raise them in the way they should go. You will sharpen your kids. You will quicken your kids. To every family in the home. Continue to communicate. Continue to love. Not be in separate rooms. Pray together. Read the word together. Engagement is very important in the home. You will not just have you and your family just sit and watch a TV all day. And not say nothing at all amongst each other. Even when you come together to supper. You will be together at the table at the same time. So much happened when you come together. No more disconnecting. No more disregarding. Pushing away. Trying to get rid of. To those who want to abort, you would not want to abort anymore. For the families and the parents in the home who want to desert your kids. You no longer want to desert your kids. And those who ran out on your kids are turning back around to go back and get your kids. And to the kids that's in a foster home. You will find family. A great family. Who loves you. Who accepts you. You will not be going to a home where you be defiled, disrespected, and neglected. No more of that in Jesus' name. No more abuse in any home. Regard anyone. To the parents who need patience with their children. I'm praying right now that you find the time to gather your thoughts before you react so suddenly and find yourself in trouble for really hurting your kid. I come against those negative thoughts. That you think before you react, take time out for yourself to gather your thoughts. And don't react in anger so quickly to a child that's so fragile. I pray that you hear your child out and not disqualify them because they're a child you feel like they have no voice. Everyone was born with a voice. Whether you sound it or not, you still have a voice. Everyone is given a way to communicate. Verbally, emotionally, and physically mentally, and definitely spiritually. That every home function as it ought to. To the parents at home doing drugs in the home, no longer will you want to do that. Abuse alcohol, fuss and fight, no more of that. No more have your children growing up Where their nerves are bad because of so much tragedy No more of the social service Taking advantage of people In a vulnerable state No more of them being prejudged For their situation Where God is in control You have no idea who you turning away May you all be patient with the families. May you all be kind with the families. And may you all serve and do your job. To make sure every family need be met. Whether it's money, food, or shelter. You will not place these families in the lowest parts of the earth. You will not just destroy the school system. Tearing it down. To build schools That has to be Of, of feet To cost That's a lot I come against separation People separating kids Due to their learning ability To single them out As if they don't know anything When well, they know more than enough Because they have all who they need That's God with them No more parents neglecting your children to take care of your own needs first. No more that you have a fresh outfit and your children have on no clothes at all. Or you eating the finest foods and your kids still eat scraps. You getting your hair done, you getting your hair cut and your child has never been touched. You would take care of their personal hygiene and you also take care of your own. Oh, angel, I see you. Every child be lifted up right now, every child across the world be lifted up right now to every teenager. You do not and you will not, again I say you will not fall into the hands of man Regarding peer pressure You will have your own mind, you will be your own leader You will not follow after the wrong crowd. You will want to be who you are and not what someone wants you to be It's okay to say you don't want to do something Be who you are. Christ-like in the earth. And to the parents, don't keep putting your children outside. Because you don't want to be bothered with them. Too many teen kids outside. Not everything is open still right now. And they're just wandering around the streets. And you why they on the news. Kids get bored and trouble happens. A lot of rec centers are not even open right now. Boys and girls club, I don't even know if they even still have them. Recreation centers. It's about being a change, making change. In every area, especially the children. They are the next generation. And we will never lose sight of that. With all the seeds we have sown on good ground. Our ceiling became their floor. And I see why it's so important. Why God wants me to have children. It's obvious. The generation. After the generation. Jesus He wants his word To continue on If we stop releasing it In the homes To our children As a family What knowledge Would they have To release To the next generation They will grow up Not knowing such Many people consider a relationship with God As an illusion And not a reality A spiritual reality And because of what you encounter in the spiritual realm It manifests in the natural God said be unto us And we are Whatever we say we have That's how powerful we are is a child of God. No child in a home would not go unprayed for because I just lift up every single one. In the womb, outside the womb. Toddlers, preschoolers, early education kids, middle schoolers, high school, college. Adulthood It's very important Very important God had me working in a center For 15 years Out of 20,000 I was top 10 Out of the entire company And it's worldwide Hundreds and thousands of locations, they everywhere in every nation. Bright Horizons, Family Solution. And I was the first one to receive that award in my region, in my state, the youngest and the first black woman. Because I did everything God told me to do once I begin to realize that it's a reason why I'm there. I didn't have any patience before I started working with kids. I didn't really like being bothered with kids. Didn't even want any kids for real. And then God blessed me to be around all these kids. Started out in the after aftercare school program with elementary school kids who were told they weren't gonna be anything because they lived in a poor neighborhood. And I looked at them kids every single afternoon. I only had two hours and a half with these kids, two to three hours with them kids every day to impart into every single one. And they would all run to me out of all the other teachers and other teachers they understood because I sat amongst them I became a childlike even kids that no one was able to reach and the person like wow Then went to Bright Horizons Straight to the infant program. My God, got my certification for that CPR first aid for that certificates and trainings, webinars, seminars for that. Countless clock hours of training. Kids with and without special needs. And bread rice is very versatile. So with so many cultures, so many cultures. Ethnic backgrounds and ethnic groups. And I imparted it into every single child. When God began to tell me why I was there. When I quieted myself and asked him. And by yielded myself saying God. I'm here for your reason. For your purpose. Not for me. I yielded over to God while I was there. I did everything he told me to do and received that prestigious award. I got awarded in Florida, Gaylord. I brought one person with me. I chose my mom. My son was a little young at the time. And everything was free, top-notch, everything. Five-star everything. I have the, You have a guest, and both of you wear the badge. I have the ribbon with the badge because I was a prestigious winner. And I got so much attention and compliments, so many camera crews. And they said to me, can you come and stay in Florida and write the curriculums for the entire organization? From infants all the way to preschool and even summer camp? The curriculum, Jesus. Do you know how much money that is? <laughs> First off, you know how much of the promotion that is. I'm over the person who hired me, on top of who hired them, on top of I'm like seven notches higher than where I was. Over their bosses, 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 boss. I'm all they boss, Jesus. <laughs> and God say, don't take it. And guess what? I wasn't, I was like, okay, cool. Cool. Because God did not want me in Florida. I would have been in Florida. For such a time as this. You understand. And I'ma tell you guys, to get that. <laughs> What's up with these testimonies, God? Come on with these things, right? we will starting to call them things. Yeah, they things. Because it's too much. <laughs> Okay, forgive me. Nothing. I when I was in water, when I was in water in Florida, jeez, everything that we had was like top notch. Like you could go to any restaurant. You got your badge on. Everything paid for. Your room, your stay, your food, your drink. And every time you go to a room, it's a special card, a special gift, and they decorate the towel to be some type of you know decoration, in the form of anything, an animal. It could be any kind of object. It's beautiful. Every day we had something, you know, given something special. And they awarded us $1,000, and you had the title as being the Janice Hill winner that follows you for the rest of your life. Wherever you go, whatever childhood, I mean, child care facility, you show that, credential you in there. Just like that. You understand? And um, it was just so beautiful. We had so much attention, and... Um, the night when I got my award, God, we had to all do a speech. It was 25 of us that won. I mean, 20, excuse me, 20. And out of the 20, I was top five. And I was like, wow, out of 20,000, top five? Jesus. That mean that God was really using me up in that place, right? Jesus. I was really obedient, right? Jesus. And we all gave to give a speech, and they had to do a slideshow, the show, our performance at work And what we do with the kids And everything like that It's like maybe six pictures in a big autobiography Someone is speaking about you But you gotta give a couple of words Of course they wanna hear from the one who won You understand It's so many people there About, about 500 to 700 people In this hall in the Gaylord And The thing is They all had wine I haven't had wine in like seven years At the time Jesus and I was like I don't drink and I was like oh my god God they tell me I'll drink a, a toast oh my god for a symbol of the, the uh, Janice Hill in her honor of her name everybody had to lift up a cup and take a toast Jesus and it was the finest bottles of wine and I was like I don't drink wine I said oh my god god what should I do God ain't say nothing I was a y'all for five seconds. I was scared. I said, oh my God. Everybody grabbing their cups, they study point. It's all white wine. I was like, oh my God. I haven't had wine. I haven't drunk anything in seven years. God, I don't drink. I gave you drinking. Oh God. And guess what, guys? Oh God. God, why you do that to me? I drunk a glass. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> that was the finest glass of wine I ever tasted in my life. And it was so potent though. my God. It wasn't even so all the way up. And I was like oh, I, all I can say is when we was about to give our speech, I was like oh Lord, I'm tipsy. Oh God, I'm feeling this wine. Oh Lord, I drunk something. Oh my God, I'm feeling this wine Lord. Oh my God. I, was just, I just kept, I was panicking. And so I drunk another glass. I was like oh God. And I was like Jesus. After that second glass, I was good. I'm trying to. <laughs> they gave us all our own bottle, and each bottle was uh, worth a lot of money, a lot of money. I never even seen a bottle like that before. I just know it was white wine. <clears throat> very crystal, very crystal clear, very, very sweet. Oh God, not dry and bitter. But anyway, that two glass turned to that whole bottle, y'all. I don't know where man. It turned to a bottle, the whole bottle. Mind you, my mom went with me. She's in the audience. So, everybody on the job No, I don't drink. You know, I don't do any of that. Man, Lord, I was like, God. I went from tipsy to being like, uh uh, I'm trying. I was like, uh uh, I'm trying to tell you. I had a gown on and everything. I was like, oh, God. It was ballroom style. I was like, oh, God, I hope I don't step on my dress. My dress longer than me. I was like, Jesus. Walk around the whole crowd. I was nervous, guys, but I was still like, uh, uh When I opened my mouth, I gave the best speech ever. It was like, I don't put myself above anyone, but it was the best speech they have ever heard in that field. They all gave me a standing ovation. They seen the slideshow of the pictures. I didn't even know they were capturing those moments while I was teaching. I was like, wow, look at the show, look at the slideshow. And I gave a couple of words. And I ended up by saying, to God be the glory And I walked off and, you know, they were standing up and I was like, you know, so beautiful, so presidential style. And I just went, and, went and I went behind the curtain and I said, God, are you mad at me? And the so first thing I said, I said, God, are you mad at me? God said, no, are you mad at you? I said, uh, a little bit. I ain't drinking seven years. I drank a whole bottle of wine and I'm feeling it, God, I'm feeling it. I was like, Jesus. And God was like, enjoy every moment. It's well-deserved. This moment that you're spending is it, is well-deserved. Enjoy every moment. Take your thoughts off yourself and just enjoy the moment. In other words, calm down, relax, and enjoy yourself. And I was like, okay, all right. I was like, then when I see my mom, I said, mom, I'm drunk. She was like, what? I said, Mom, I'm drunk. She said, what you drink? I said, I drunk wine. I said, you drunk wine? I said, yeah, a whole bottle. I said, this is some potent wine It's like a bottle of liquor. I was like, man, I feel good though. Right? I was like, I don't know why I said that. I, was like, I feel good though. And he, it was like the whole thing was set up to be like a dance hall. So it was like the disco lights everybody by there. Said, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. I changed my gown, changed my clothes, had my ribbon on for being, you know, a winner. A one out of five, out of one out of twenty thousand, got my thousand dollars, got my gift, ate good. It was amazing. My mom was so surprised. Oh my God, my daughter drunk something. Oh Lord, you gonna she said, you gonna be all right. You gonna be all right. You gonna be all right. Said <laughs> you gonna be all right. Just enjoy yourself. That's all they kept saying to me. Enjoy yourself. You deserve to be here. All that God used you to do, and you obey, enjoy it. Even God was like, enjoy it. God didn't say nothing like, I'm mad at you, you should have done that. God I just, enjoyed just enjoy it, just enjoy Enjoy I didn't drink no more after that, but I was just like, man, I really enjoyed myself that night like nobody else's business. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to. Jesus. Started out with one glass, ended up with a whole bottle. My God. Jesus. I couldn't believe I would never forget that feeling I got when I drank that first glass. I was like, ooh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, God. It's been seven years. Oh, God. I'm feeling that wine. And I just, I gave, the guys used to me to give this testimony because, because, you know, it's so much glory in that. You understand? Being obedient unto God and a lot of times we' so hard on ourselves, and God is like, Psh. you know, we beat ourselves up so much for no reason at all. If you felt that way, if I felt that way about it, Then I should't even took the first class, you understand that's how God looking at it i didn't God like I didn't say a word, you saying everything. you understand I, like I told you guys before. I'm not against people who drink wine. I'm not against people who drink alcohol. I'm not against anybody. Thank you, Father. Say anybody. I'm for you. God is for you. But I just don't take wine because I know what God delivered me from. You know? And don't... And people... Don't feel like they don't feel uncomfortable to drink around me. You you can never hinder me in any area. Trust me. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. I don't know how it is to just sip. I never sipped anything. I always chugged. And that's nothing to be proud of. Trust me. Always was a chugger on everything. Beer, wine, and liquor. And most of the times, I mix all of them in one. All maker, my God. You understand? Nothing to be proud of. Especially at the wake up with bruises all over my legs. Like, what the world happened to me? Running into the walls. So twisty. God had to hold me up so many times to get me in my bed. So sweet, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And the angels. Lord, I love you. Angels, thank you. And thank God, like you sure about this assignment right here. God, my God, lifting me up at night. God, never forget that angel said, "Enough is enough." I was like, "Ooh, you never said a word. You're talking like that. I got scared. Enough is enough. All right, enough is enough." Jesus, I love you, angel. I love you. Angel says, "It's their pleasure to be with us. They know more about our assignment more than we do. Know more about us than we do." You understand? And I just thank God that we stop beating ourselves up. So I'm back to that bottle of wine, God. That wine was alright, though. God, it was alright. What's what's the stat? How much? You do know say? How much was that? Let me just play. God said, "No, she's not." You said new wine. Well, give me some new kind of wine then. Pull me a glass from in the natural. <laughs> I love our relationship But God know I ain't playing though But he know I won't do nothing He won't tell me to do You understand I'm not against people who do drink Why? Do your thing If God didn't tell you not to Then I don't see why not You understand I don't see why not If God didn't say not to do it God would instruct certain individuals as he do And God would not instruct some of us as he do You understand It's all according to his plan His will and purpose for your life my only reason as to not drink your wine is because what God delivered me from. Being sober. I don't know how it is to sip. Don't even want to know. You understand? That does not mean that I won't engage with you, enjoy every moment with you, even if you choose to pop a bottle. You understand? My love will never decrease from you because I love you unconditionally. And that means without conditions. And your drinking is not a condition to me. You understand that? The same way my mistakes is not a condition to you. Because I am not perfect. I'm just without fault. And that's why God say, be ye perfect, for I am perfect. That doesn't mean without a mistake. It means without fault. Not being held accountable. Because you have been forgiven. You understand? Uh, this, is, this went to a whole other direction. But God just wanted me to, you know, say things and you know release things in the atmosphere because some of us are very uptight, and it's not that serious. It's really not. It's really not. And some of us are doing these things behind closed doors for what? No one can judge you. No one can prejudge you. Not at all. No one has that right to, because no one was created to do that. And if they think in some kind of way, then guess what? They need to reevaluate themselves and not you. You understand. When I was drinking, walking, and I was still walking, I no, knew I was walking with God. And I said to God, and I was honest, because God told me at a little girl, as a little girl, you cannot hide or lie to me. And I never forgot that. So God asked me, why do you like drinking? I mean, why do you drink? I said, because I enjoy it. I didn't lie. The worst thing you can say to God is, I can't stop. How can you look to a person who can do all things and tell him you can't? I can't stop. I don't know. No, you do, though. You enjoy doing it. You like it. Be honest. I told God, I, said, I like it. I like smoking. I like drinking. But I thank God for deliverance. Because it wasn't always that way. Because at one point, growing up, I was trying to fit in with other people as a teenager, and God always protected me with a big, a huge should of protection. Where I tried to do those things, and I couldn't enjoy. I didn't. It didn't. It impacted me different from them. Like if they drink and I drink, I, it don't go down the same because how I'm crying, because of my relationship. It would. It would affect me different than them. They had sitting there dancing and enjoying themselves. I'm in the corner crying. Never could enjoy. it. You understand But as I got older How many of us know God mercy has limits You understand He's not going to force himself to do anything That we won't allow him to do If we don't allow God to do it He's not going to force himself As I got older I kept doing it That I became to enjoy Something that I wasn't supposed to Especially not in that sense. Mixing wine, liquor, and beer. Fought all over the place in my own home. Getting up every day with a hangover. Every day. I had a hangover every day. That's bad. That's not good. You know why I thank God? Cause as much as I drunk like a fish. I don't know why they say drink like a fish. But as I drunk, I don't even look like it. But as I smoke, I don't even look like it. I see people that smoke, eyes are brown, lips are black, faces something. I thank God for sparing me. When I say God spares me, God, you spare me. You spare me. You know that? Yes, you do. Thank you. Let me tell you something about last night. I took it off this morning. Because I cried so much this morning. Happy. And surprised. God had... Let me tell you. It was an encounter with Christ and God. Together. And they both... God sat on the couch behind me. And the thing is, they were we were in a dark room. But they let me know their presence was there. I could see them. But I, I, I wasn't able to see their... You know, their features. Christ stood over me with this bag, bag of clothes. And he said, are you ready to go? I'm like, where we going? Are you ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go. On a mission trip? No, it's not that kind of trip. I was like, oh, well, we won't wait for that one. And God, what God did let me say how powerful our father is to be in his presence like this. He had to wear a glove in order to touch me. Because I'm flesh and he's spirit. And spirit can only touch spirit. I felt his hand touch mine. And the glove that he wore, it was silver and it was shimmery. And he grabbed both hands. And guess what? I couldn't see him. Because his presence was too powerful to see. So he grabbed both my hands from behind me and lifted them up gently and he was massaging my fingertips. And I squeezed God, everything I did to God's hand, he did it back to mine. I squeezed it and he squeezed it back. He responded. Our Father responded. He squeezed my hand. But they came to release some information to me. That honestly, I'm waiting to hear. I'm not in no rush to hear. They wanna tell me, I don't. Even, I'm not in no rush to hear. Whatever you tell me, just tell me. Just, I don't really want to hear right now, though. Is that okay? They say, it's fine. I'm just going to show you. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. That's our relationship. That's how we do. You understand? Some of these mission trips, I'm trying to, some of these trips, like this trip you tell me now, it's not a mission trip. I only want to know no more about it right now. I really don't. I just hold off on that. Just hold off on that. I don't even know what that trip is. He just came with a bag. With all my belongings in it. Clothes. Just clothes. Send all you ready to go. And I'm all like, yes. Come on. Let's go. Missing trip. Not that kind of trip. What? Hold on. I don't want to no more right now. I left, I left it right there. And I'm leaving it right there. And he knows I'm leaving it right there. Now, however, you want to release it any other way, you can, but I just don't want to hear anything verbally from that right now. And God is okay with that because there's so much happening to me, so much change, so many things is happening. It's like now that I, I transition, it's like I used to rush God before the transition where I am now, and it's like now that I'm like it's like in reverse now, God's rushing me, but not rushing me, He's moving fast. And I'm like, that's my way of slowing him down, but I'm not slowing him down. Please get my words right. I'm not slowing down in the sense like, you know, don't do your will, and just that. Honestly, I'm nervous on what he's gonna say, and I'm being real about it. I'm nervous about what he's gonna say. That's why I stopped him. And he knows I'm nervous. I don't know what he's gonna say, but I don't, I don't. I'm just gonna leave that right there. You understand? So I really don't want to hear with what he, what that right now. I mean, he can show me any other way, but just you know. He already know how to and he's okay with that. And um, I love you guys so much, and I said much. (laughs) Said much. I thank you, God, that everything is lifted up, all the kids, the teens, children, families, pregnancies, parents, it's amazing, it's amazing. The anointing on my son, life is amazing. His generation Every generation Other than As it goes further It gets greater That's why God is so Eager for us to have kids But many people just don't want to have any For whatever reason And you're okay And it's okay But God just put it at me Like you gonna have (laughs) something I don't wanna hear you ain't having nothing You having something And um That's all I want to say for now I love you guys so much. Father, come on. He wants to talk about that. And I just said, Father, I don't really want to talk about that. I'm not, let can we just leave that? Cause I don't know what you're going to say. And I don't, and I, I have an idea, but I don't want, I hope my idea is wrong. But can we just leave it there? Just show me. Then tell me. How many of us know God will do what he do regardless? Whether how we feel or what we say. So let me get off of here. Let him go ahead. Greater is he who is in us
1: than he was in the world.
0: I love you.